0: Welcome back to another episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, Alexa and I are joined by Mr. Tim Hyde to talk about his show, Anime Town Salt Lake, that happened in Farmington, Utah, on June 10th through the 12th. Enjoy. Enjoy. Without further ado, let's welcome back Alexa and our special guest for today's show, Mr. Tim Hyde. How are you guys doing?
1: What up? What up?
0: Tim, it's been a while since we've had you on and uh, you know, any anything new you want to you want to chime in with, tell everybody who you are?
1: Um, in case you've forgotten, I am Tim the Reaper. I'm always the guy who has <laughs> the uh, bad news insider information during COVID that everybody uh Love to hate on, but also ask me a thousand questions every time something happened. Um, but yeah, I own, I own anime town conventions. Um, we do anime cons all around the United States and we just had one last week.
0: Yeah. And that's what we're here to, uh, to talk about. So you, uh, you want to just jump right in?
1: Sure. Sure. Um, So Anime Anime Town, Utah took place on June 10th through the 12th at the Legacy Event Center in Farmington, Utah, which is about 15 minutes north of the Salt Lake International Airport um, and about less than 20 minutes from direct downtown, downtown Salt Lake City
0: and the not to go off topic but salt lake airport is the one where you have to walk 10 miles to the gate right because they're building oh,
1: the my God. God. <laughs> so i do not to get off topic but this is something that people should know honestly that fly yeah. to shows artists that you know um my friend actually works at the main gate there and he has to, he does it in the morning, you have it where all the morning gate is before all the first flights go out. Everybody's at the front and they make sure that they go through all the people and get the lines down because, you know, they'll have maybe uh, 30 flights leaving between six and 7am or something. So he'll get there at 435 AM and then they, you know, go through the front desk, checking bags and all that stuff. And then half of them leave to go to the gate to become a gate agent. Well, he has been, from the front to, I think he said, typically he's in the B um, hall. It is a uh, 31 minute walk.
0: Oh yeah, I believe from it.
1: There. So he has to leave 30 minutes before he has to be there to start. So it's mm-hmm. like, and there's no way around it. There's no, you know, trams, there's no nothing. There's a couple of those like automated walkway systems, but there's only like two in a whole entire thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, they are building. They're building something. the new. They're building the new. Uh, I guess I don't even know what it's called, but they're building it so that it won't have that walk. It's just taken, you know, years teleporter? and years. <laughs> no, they're building yeah. a new whole part of the airport, so you don't have to make that walk.
1: I mean, you would think in today's day and age, they had so much time, money, technology, <laughs> everything that's spent. That why would you not design it from that from the get go? I, know. I mean, did somebody who's never designed an airport design like the layout of that thing? I mean, my <laughs> God, they built it from scratch. It's not even like they redid a, yeah, uh, you know, updated it. No, they literally rebuilt that entire thing from scratch. So they could have yeah. done whatever they wanted to. Why would you think that a 30-minute walk is ever going to be okay for anybody? It's
2: this. I'm telling you. It's,
0: it's a legit 30-minute walk too. Like <laughs> it's a hike. So anyway, let's get back to uh, the reason why everybody's here. So, uh, so we'll, we'll talk about the Friday first. Um, let's, let's talk about it from, from your guys' experience as the showrunners on this case, because I know you also had some vendors there that we could talk about it from their perspective. Let's talk about it from the showrunners perspective.
1: So right off, we had an instant issue that came arise about a week of the show. Um, we had booked this event in 2021 towards the end of the year had dates all planned out and booked it in January to be in June. And in the area in Farmington, Utah, um, the record high for that weekend for like all three days, the a- the average is about 73 to 74 degrees, in, uh, ju- in June. June. And the record high was for that weekend was 91. Um, <laughs> uh, and so we had booked an event center. It was about the only one that was really available because of COVID. So many things were pushed back. Uh, we had no chance of going to any of the convention spaces like, you know, downtown or somewhere else. Uh, you know, it was a good center. It was well-priced. It was clean. It was nice. We're like, you know, well, you know we're going to go ahead and move with this. But they told us that they did not have a new AC unit, that it was an older unit because the building was built in the 60s, and it's the same one. And, you know, basically it was a AC swamp cooler type of thing. So the guy told me, Hey, it's only going to keep the, the room about 10 degrees cooler than outside. Well, I said, well, God, it's, you know, the last 10 years, it had, every single weekend of the June 10th through the 12th dates over the last 10 years, I'd never gotten over 82 degrees. So I said, okay, worst comes to worse. It's going to be in the early seventies ish. And then with a the little people in there, it might be 75. Ah, that's fine. Well, uh, Farmington had a record high heat weekend, of <laughs> course, because why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? And it was ended up being 96 degrees each day. Aye, aye, aye. So, uh. it, yeah, we had a lot of issues. Um, we decided on Saturday to move up the times to help get away from the heat being inside. And we had a lot of really good response for that and thankful from people. And we had a lot of hate from that, from people that thought that was absolutely ridiculous, Um, which you can't control. We tried to, we had to make a call, a judgment call quickly. It's not like you can plan way far ahead of that. I mean, you know, a week out, it was going to be 82. And then the next day it jumped up while we were on our way, drive out there to 91.
2: (laughs) No, no, it was (laughs) 88. And then it was 90. And then it was 91. Like every time Tim refreshed the uh, the forecast, the temperature just kept going up. Oh, <laughs> and I'm, man. Like, I'm like, stop refreshing. Stop yeah. looking at it. Just leave it <laughs> <You're>, alone. <laughs> you're, you're making it go up. Kind of like, you know, when I sleep on a plane, that's, you know, I, I fear that we're going to crash because I'm the only one keeping the, uh, the plane up while I'm awake.
0: <laughs> um i have no that's that's okay yeah, yeah. let's move You've on never heard
1: that? oh my god no, so I've many never people heard that think one. about that yeah <laughs> i'm not flying so i don't give a damn i will go right to bed it's not up to me <laughs> like i'm not gonna be the guy that's gonna come and save everybody flying i'm gonna jump in the cockpit and save no no that's not me either so what are you, what are you talking about you're uh your your flight uh, simulator experience won't be good. Well, do you, you guys have the Xbox uh, original Xbox controller that I can use to fly this plane? Okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> where's my square button? Yeah, really. <laughs> no, no, I no, push square.
2: It's, it's oh wait, bilmiyorum.
0: that's that's Square's PlayStation. It's Square's PlayStation. obviously you play A-D. a lot of video games. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it's, the weekend was pretty crazy because there was a lot of. Uh, it, the a lot of the vendors and a lot of the uh, the, the regular attendees appreciated it. Um, there were certain communities that weren't very happy about it because they couldn't get up and get dressed in their costumes on time. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, they were very upset with us. Um, overall, though, it uh, it ended up fine. I think Saturday was actually a little bit cooler than Friday was. At yeah, the it, uh, at the
1: had, end of it, it had gotten warm towards the end, but it was much. It was cooler than I thought it was going to be inside. And I think that's because we started it so early because, you know, that cooler, how it works is that it gets all the cold air in there in the morning from outside. It was like 68 degrees at 7 a.m. or like at 630 a.m. when we got there. So (laughs) like it was pumping cold air in there for the first three or four hours, even of the show. And that was our thought process the entire time was we can get the cold air in there as long and as quick as possible, as early as possible. And I know for a fact, not, we're not going to have this huge line to get in a, at seven thirty eight 8 a.m. in the morning. So it's going to be more of a sporadic day, and this is exactly what happened. Yep. Um, so we planned that out perfectly, and it, so it kept the flow of the show floor a little easier. It never felt crazy, crazy busy, which, you know, for pictures and, you know, aesthetics like vendors and things, that you obviously want that. But at the same time, it gave the people the opportunity who couldn't deal with the heat opportunity to come in the morning and stay there for three or four hours. It wasn't some massive show floor. This isn't some 200,000 square foot show floor. It's, you know, it was 40,000 square feet. Um, you know, and it was something you could realistically do in about three to five hours. And we wanted to give that opportunity for people to come in at 8am and leave at noon. And still have a good experience.
0: And it sounds good.
2: You know, for, for what it's worth, we, when we identified the issue, you know, There were fans that were ordered big, you know, big, um, you know, shop, uh, shop size, you know, 20, 24, 48 inch, um, fans to, you know, to move the air around, to try and at least give it a semblance of, you know, of, of cool. Um, I think we went through 40 something cases. And when I say cases, I mean, the 40 packs of, uh, of water, we were giving away ice water to people, um, you know, to to make sure that everybody was hydrated and that, uh, you know, they were doing, we were doing what we could to keep them cool.
1: We we had ordered 2,000, like we had gotten 2,000 basically water bottles. Like it was like 19, eight, 1980 something. Yeah, something like and we came home with one case, I think, that wasn't even full. So I think we literally came home with 21 water bottles out of that. So we gave out 1,950 water bottles for free the entire weekend that we spent, you know, our money on to make sure that people had an opportunity that they, you know, to get rehydrated, make sure they're feeling good. We have the fans. We spent $1,200 on fans to move the air around that I, you know, that we didn't have to do, um, but we wanted to do to placate every single thing that we could do to make it a better experience for everybody. And most people had a really good time. We've had fantastic, um, people, you know, fantastic feedback from almost everybody.
0: No, it sounds like you really went uh, out of your way. I mean, that's uh, as a, you know, as a vendor, those are the things that I never think about. Like when you were saying, you know, get there early and, and start the AC. So it's cold when everybody gets there. Like, you know, obviously as a vendor, when I get there, I want it to be the temperature to be fine. I never think about the stuff that has to get, you know, get done before that happening,
2: you know. So now that's good. Um, so from so, a vendor,
0: well, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Oh, well, you, you had asked about Friday. Um, mm-hmm. Friday was busy. Like we, we had a great turnout on Friday. Um, a lot more than uh than what we were expecting. Um, you know, overall Overall, I think that that day was probably the second busiest day we had. Oh, more than, obviously,
0: more than Sunday, not as much as Saturday, obviously.
1: Right? You know, they were close, believe it or not. Saturday was right. an odd day. Saturday was our slowest day, but it was also our longest day. So I think it never felt kind of compact and busy because there was a lot of people that showed up at, 7 30, eight, 9 yes. and there was a lot of people that showed up at 2 or 3 um you know we extended the hours from 8 a.m to 6 p.m from the original times of basically 10 to 7 but it was really 10 to 6 because we were doing the cosplay contest at 6 so you know it was basically for keeping the floor open but like vendors could almost 6 if they wanted to so we kept everything pretty much the same but just gave everybody an extra two hours to start
0: okay not a vip
1: i hope a 30-minute VIP, which is the I, longest any should no, ever
0: be. No, I said – what I meant was when you said give everybody an extra two hours. I, I was saying not the VIP. Not the VIP, not two VIP hours. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Not well, VIP. You did have not. a 30-minute VIP. Okay. So that the VIP started at 8 or started at 730
1: then? Uh, so it's 8 a.m. VIP, 830 for gotcha. everybody else. Gotcha. Okay.
0: And then – um, okay, and so Sunday. Let's talk about the attendance then on
2: Sunday. So – Let's back up real quick. This was kind of an experiment because, you know, shows in Salt Lake City don't happen on Sunday. There's very few events Correct. that take place. You know, Sam's and Walmart and Target are open, um, but a lot of stuff in Salt Lake City is closed because, you know, it is it is a, a religious day, um, you know, in Utah because there's a lot of LDS uh, members that live there. So we, we kind of took a risk on
0: Larry on, David society.
2: Yes. Yes. Larry David society. Um, no, we took a risk on it.
1: And Tim will tell you about the results. Uh, There's way more people than I thought. I actually thought Sunday was our best day as far as for the short hours. It was only 11 to four. And obviously, you know, when it's a four, it still is going to die out at three and right about three o'clock like it did. It totally did. Um, it, for me, it was, I think our best day, uh, not necessarily in attendance numbers, but for mm-hmm. the like per hour attendance, I think it was bet the best day, obviously overall, not as much, but, you know, for basically having a four hour day, it started off slow. And then all of a sudden I had a meeting, I did an interview with the podcast for about 45 minutes or so. And I came back to, you know, just check on things. And I walked back in and it was like, there's 10 times more people there than it was, than there was it an was hour. insanely prior. busy. And. You know the
2: the crazy thing is, you know, Sun, Sunday ticket sales were stronger than than Friday ticket sales online. So that kind of gave us an indication, but we didn't think it was going to be nearly as busy. And the, the the celebrities had lines all weekend long. Um, you know, all of our all of our celebrities did really really well. So that was you know from a vendor from a vendor standpoint, that's fantastic. Um, you know, but everybody had a line at some point during the weekend you know that was you walk by and go oh my god holy crap we need to we need more line control because people don't know how to uh they don't know how to follow the uh the tape lines on the floor
0: (laughs) yeah it's funny how people can't follow that but that's a that's a story for another time indeed so then, let's talk from the vendor side of it. Um, I know Tim, you had you had uh, some of your stuff there as a booth that obviously you weren't working, but how you know, or did you talk to any of the vendors? I know Chris was there, right? Jimmy was there.
1: Yeah, pretty much everybody. Give- everybody who had anime or gaming related stuff did well. Yep. If you didn't, you probably didn't do that well. And I warned every single person that was coming. I said, look this is strictly for anime and gaming crowd. I'm not bringing, I'm not advertising. I'm not pushing anything comic related pop culture. It is a purely anime and gaming related con. Um, You know, so like bring bring that stuff. Yeah. Like you need to be anime gaming or don't, or probably don't come out just because I don't, I want everybody to do well. And our show for sold out two almost two months prior to the show yeah. so we could have filled in any space easily with you know
2: and we we had a couple of last minute cancellations you know somebody ended up contracting covid at the last minute um you know somebody else you know had an issue you know a family emergency so like there were a couple of those cancellations that you know we we just
1: didn't fill because it was literally last minute but yeah the show yeah, was... and we, and we had a couple of vendors on sunday that couldn't come because they are part of LDS LDS community and they're not allowed to do business on Sunday. And so they formed Mm -hmm. us. I said, you know, I'm not, I can't give you a discount because you're deciding to, you know, they go, no, no, we would never do that. We just say, you know, we like, you know, for the next person we told our neighbors to spread out and do whatever. And some of them did, some of them didn't, you know. Okay. And then Um,
0: obviously, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So sorry to cut you off, but to get back to your original question on that tangent. So my art team that was there, um, if you guys don't know, I run an art studio basically and we have um, we had one of our artists there that um, that's art and for the amount of people in the room and everything our sales were surprisingly better. I will say this they were 50 percent more than Fan Expo Dallas <laughs> um, uh, they were more than actually every fan Expo show this year besides Megacon Megacon. Which you know, I don't think any of my shows are ever going to get to that level as far as someone selling as much as OmegaCon, which is totally okay. But I can proudly say every, almost every vendor I talked to you that did both, they've all done better at my show than Fan Expo Dallas. Uh, and I know we had uh, one one of the people that I recruited uh, from
2: uh, from a show earlier this year. Um, they they said that this was their best show of the year. Um, you know, another girl that we uh, we ran into had done a, a very large convention in kansas city um earlier in the year and she by friday she'd already beaten her uh, her numbers from there so and look that's that's those are case by case bases you know people that are telling us about it they're excited but i don't i don't think i talked to a single vendor that was upset
1: about their sales for the weekend um now, I will say this. If you want a real indicator, they could all be bullshitting us, right? Yeah. I mean, let's face it. We're the owners of the show. There are people that have the worst show ever, and the promoter will come by, and they'll tell me they're having a great show. I personally hate that. If you're having problems, tell me. Talk to me. I am a completely open book. I get it, because I've been on that side. Um, but the indicator that's good for me is I've already had applications and have sent out approvals for over a third of the show floor. And it hasn't even been a week. So I think by the end of the month uh, of June, I'll have a third, almost half of the show first sold out for 2023. And those dates are in April 21st mm-hmm. to the 23rd. Now, the fantastic part is we're moving locations. Yes, that is the big thing to come out of this is we are upgrading to the Mountain America Expo Center, which is a large convention center in Sandy. Uh, Utah, which is basically real Salt Lake. It's just the south part of Salt Lake. It's one of the most populated areas, and it's going to be phenomenal. We're going to be at a normal convention center. The heat will not be an issue. I don't care if it rains, snows, whatever. As long as it's not some weird, crazy thing, I think it's going to be way more people, and the weather's not going to be an issue. The AC's not going to be an issue. The heat won't be an issue. You know, We have two panel rooms now that are separate. We have an extra 10,000 square feet on the show floor itself. Yeah. Um, and we can
2: expand in the future. There's four additional halls that have the exact same square footage. Uh, so,
0: so not to cut you off there, but when you say it, the 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 room you're going to has an additional, would you say 10,000 square feet? Yes. So it's going to be a so
2: 50,000 square foot show floor.
0: Does when you, when it comes to your end of it as a promoter, then Tim, would you would you look to fill that with more vendors, more celebrities, a mixture of both, or just leave it open for? you know, like a stage or a chair? Like what would you look to do with that extra space?
1: We are going to maximize that space, period. Uh, And that means probably a little bit more artists because our artists sold out, Artist Alley sold out three months before the show. Um, So we'll probably make a little Artist Alley a little bit bigger. Um, And then we're also going to probably add two, one to two more celebrities than we did this year and a little bit larger of a gaming area where we do tabletop gaming and we had a company that jumped on last minute, literally two weeks before the show. We've already worked out a deal for them for next year. So we're going to have a lot more space for that towards their area as well. So it's going to be a little bit more of a filled out, a little bit more simple of a show floor. It's exactly a rec, pretty much exactly a rectangle. So there's no weird, there's not a bunch of columns. There's not any weird things on the show floor. It's very simple. It's it's going to be in a very efficient and I think an awesome show floor. I mean I think it's it's a beautiful place when you get there, you park and you look and literally the backdrop is it's it's a mountain snow covered mountain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's I cool. mean I can not nice, right
1: find yeah. it. If you guys look up the photos online mm-hmm. of the you know, if anybody hasn't been there, go look them up because it's crazy. It's beautiful. It's an awesome place. We've and we've already signed it for a two year with a third year option. So we're not going anywhere. If anybody thinks that we were there for a short money grab and getting out, which we heard a couple of times, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'll tell you that right now. You are wrong, and I'm already gonna be that. We're gonna be the biggest show and biggest anime show in Utah in the next few years. Period. Okay. Absolutely.
0: And so obviously, the people that were there. Was there any? Were you talking to any of them to? To kind of – because there is – how many other anime shows do they have in that area? Do you know that?
1: Uh, so Fanex Salt Lake is obviously the big show there. Um, right. They obviously bring out anime guests. They have a little bit of anime content. Obviously, we all know they're not an anime show in any way, shape, or form. They're not trying to be. We're very good friends with the owner of the show. We talked to him before. We got his approval. You know, We worked together on it. Um, he actually helped kind of promote our show a little bit. So he, he was fantastic. Um, and the other show is Anime Banzai. And that's, that's there. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're in October and they're above us or in Layton, which is even further from downtown than where we were at. And that show is just a different style of show. And I think that's what intrigued us about putting on an anime show in the Salt Lake area was. Anime Banzai is a fantastic show. We do it as a vendor. We do well there. The community is great. But they're very, very, very content and panel driven. And they don't bring out large celebrity guests or, you know, a large guest list, period. That's just not their, you know, it's It's not not their thing. thing. Whereas, obviously, Salt Lake will bring out monster guests. We wanted to be that middle person.
0: right? Yeah, that's okay. That's a good good spot to be right in the meaty part of the curve
1: and we're, and we're filling it already. Um, I will say we just did a final count of all the ticket sales and we did just over 3,200 attendees.
0: Oh, that's great for a first year show.
1: Absolutely. And I think next year will be even better. So
0: no, very, very nice. That's, that's good numbers. Um, so would you look to, to add like any, like a bigger name celebrities or would you try to stay like you're saying kind of right in the middle? I mean, I'm not saying like you're going to try to add like, you know, Thor or anything like that, you know, like Marvel or anything like that. But are you going to like if Chris
2: Hemsworth had some anime credits? We'd talk to him.
0: <laughs> huh?
2: If if Chris Hemsworth had some anime credits, we'd uh, we'd talk to him.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. OK, but yeah, I mean, is that something that you would look to do, though? Or are you or or I mean, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I want to bring out some big names, yeah. but it has to make sense. Yeah. I'm not going to put out and do some ridiculous thing we've already had three or four agents already messaging us when we announced the dates about asking, you know, Hey, you're interested in blah, blah, blah. You know, we're trying to maybe do like some type of reunion or a cast kind of thing, you know, nothing crazy, but we definitely would like to do, you know, at least one or two bigger names and then build off of that. Okay. Uh, We already have one guest, John's our friend, friend of the show, John Swayze. Um, I called him the second we have the, dates booked and said hey you want to come out and he said absolutely yeah. put it on his calendar we're we're good to go so we already got him
2: i think tara sands tara, had a, had a tara, come up.
1: yeah tara sands got a she was supposed to be at this show last week but she had a really good gig come up that she's like she called me and we're personal friends and she was like, like i can't i can't turn this down she's like just know that if i do this next year's show i'm gonna make way more money just because of this credit i'm gonna get if it comes out before your show I said, okay, that's fine. I trust him. You know, like I just, you know, she already booked her flights for the next show. So we're, she's already in. So we have two guests right there. We're gonna add probably about between six to eight more, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of cosplayers, try and get maybe one or two more gaming related guests in. Um and then just build off of that.
0: Oh, that sounds really good. Any any issues with the uh the guarantees with the guests?
1: Every single celebrity hit their guarantee. Oh, every gonna, single one, and, and most of them, like, them, by many fold Yeah, there's a couple of them that I was a little worried about because they have a higher guarantee. um The one with the actually the largest guarantee, second largest guarantee, uh did double their guarantee. So nice. okay, yeah, it was. They didn't. They told me that they didn't have a crazy busy show, but the people that came up, it was a lot less talkers and a lot more people just wanting to buy one or two things and get a selfie and get it and like it just added up slowly. But when they looked at the numbers, like wow, we actually did really good.
0: Oh, nice. That sounds that that sounds, you know, the numbers, the guarantees sounds like it was a really good, really good weekend for you guys. And uh obviously no issues with no any no real big issues other than the the heat.
2: Yeah, I think the heat was the the, the biggest downside of the weekend, but, right. you, know, but you can't like, control that anyway. Well and, and we we identified it, you know that that was going to be an issue and we can't go forward in this this that center anyway because they're remodeling up for for the next couple of years so we were going to be forced to go out and look anyway let's Um, be honest
0: let's be honest if they have an ac system from the 60s i think they're on the plus side
2: I right (laughs) well i'm not even gonna go there um no we're you know we had already planned to to look somewhere um tim and i toured this facility couple of days before the show and i mean i I looked at him and i was like um they don't have anything going this weekend now because they had something canceled i'm like what do you you think people would be mad if we move the convention down here (laughs) so we we knew we wanted it from the get-go so mountain america is going to be a great great center for us we're going to be able to do some really creative stuff in there
1: and what's great about it, too, is that we can expand. I mean, we're only using a quarter of nope, that convention. A, a fifth. of it. So mm-hmm. I think maximum it goes is like 210,000 square feet, which is, you know, I mean, we're talking, that's a monster show. So there's room to grow there. If we wanted to keep growing and growing, we could stay there for 10 years, honestly. So okay. it has a lot of potential. We don't have to worry about that, you know, which is great, so.
0: Okay. So, um, is there anything else you want to add to this? I mean, we, we can kind of wrap this up. It sounds like, sounds like it was a, it was a positive for everybody involved, but do you have anything else you want to add?
1: Yeah. If anybody's listening that has any issues, just email us, DM us you know we're we're an open book here honestly we're not we don't bullshit We're not the kind of people that want to just waste anybody's times cuz we're vendors we're vendors we get it and yeah. for anybody who you know i had someone that messaged me and me like i know you're i know you don't do anime cons and you're new to the industry but this is how it works and i was like excuse me i'm like you do not you <laughs> know who i am or else you would not have not said those words cuz i've been to more cons in probably one year than you have in your whole life so like st- take a step back and you know just <laughs> come to me as a human being and just talk with me and, and ask me a thing. I mean I did I don't know any other shows that have done this before and I'm gonna do it at every single show is on Sunday afternoon we did a QA session with me. So anybody that had any issues with me in any way, shape or form, compliments, mm-hmm. critiques, roast suggestions, yes, I got roasted um like that you guys can come up and ask me and i'll ask and it for the most part was positive we had a couple people say like obviously the heat which was an issue and we already knew that there was no i can't get away around that at that point so we can't control the weather it is what it is yeah. um, but we had a pretty good look was about a 30 minute q a people asked a lot of good stuff they gave some good suggestions that we're taking down so it, it ended up being a good thing um and we'll be doing that at every show from now on and it's just something that you know i feel like doing so I, I tell everybody if you have any issues either compliments critiques whatever dm us email us at anime cons at gmail and to be honest if you are interested in being a vendor i would highly highly recommend getting your space for our shows now um salt lake like i guess is going to be probably at least a third sold out by the this week if not later. I mean, I literally am just sending out, you know, applications. We were already filled them out. You know, if everybody that's filled out the form is going to buy it this week, mm-hmm. I will be over a third sold out. Mm-hmm. We also have Pensacola December 3rd and 4th. That's half sold out. It's a smaller show, but if you have nothing going on that weekend, I think it'll be a good little show for you. And then our newest show, which is Greenville, South Carolina, and that show is January, January. 29th ninth and thirtieth. Yep. Um, Green Greenville Convention Center. Yep. In South Carolina, not North Carolina. Please do not <laughs> book a hotel in North Carolina. We had a friend who did oh God, SC yeah. Comic Con <laughs> and they booked their hotel in Greenville, North Carolina, which is like ninety miles away, because they both are called the Greenville Convention Center. So don't do that. They, don't be that guy. You probably
0: save some money. That's good.
1: Oh, you
2: know, uh, but no, the, <laughs> the the Greenville show I I'm excited about as the as the floor person because it's a it's a fifty thousand square foot uh, show floor. There's going to be all kinds of cool stuff. And if you if you don't know about the cons, and this is the the final closing uh, thought, if you don't know about the cons, we we've themed them um, to kind of resemble a, a small small town, like basically you know small town meets, uh, meets anime world. Um, and you know, the, st- we have street names, we have, you know, we have a welcome center. We, we have a general store, we have an auditorium, you know, we have a town square, we've got all of these little things you know, we have photo op areas where, you know, people can take and take a picture in front of the, you know, the visit anime town sign. Um, you know, we're we're probably going to be adding, you know, an anime town cemetery for uh, for canceled anime, uh, just all sorts of different stuff to give that experience and keep the people in the building longer.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. So um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there then. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And we will uh, catch you guys on the flip side. See ya.